0: Back to Truck Check, everyone. This week, we're coming to you from the Volvo Trucks Customer Center in Dublin, Virginia, where we're going to start what will be a, a recurring series on the new VNL, the new truck that uh, Volvo says is going to basically is designed to change everything. We're going to speak today with, with Chris Stadler, who is the product manager for the new trucks, and also get into kind of a high-level look at what happens uh, to the development of this truck, which really did take about seven years. They even started on this one before the current truck came out in 2017. So we'll get into that with Chris today. First, just a few headlines. You know, it's interesting that over at Nikola, the uh, the folks have finally sort of dropped the pretense about not saying uh, unkind things about Trevor Milton. He put up a group of uh, uh, alternative board candidates and uh, Nikola said, uh, no, thank you. We don't want your candidates and we really don't want you either. Of course, Milton has been convicted and is awaiting the uh, reporting date on a four-year uh, prison sentence for his fraud convictions. But uh, Nicola is not fooling around anymore in terms of what they think of what he's up to. I think they'd like him to just go away. Mac Trucks over in Roanoke, Virginia, last week uh, broke ground on a expansion of their new medium-duty uh, diesel and electric trucks, interestingly enough, they're spending more money on the expansion than they did when they got back into the medium-duty business in 2020. Uh, they're actually investing $14.5 million over in Roanoke. And finally, uh, we are back to it again in California over the idea of banning uh, banning autonomous trucks. The Teamsters and legislators that sort of got their head handed to them when Governor Gavin Newsom vetoed the uh, – I vetoed the bill last year called AB 316, which would have banned autonomous trucks, heavy-duty trucks from California freeways. Uh, they reintroduced legislation on Monday. They're going to give it another try. We'll see what happens this time. Okay, let's take, let's take some time now and, and spend our time with Chris Dadler. Welcome back to Truck Tech, everyone. You know, this, uh, this time we are with Chris Dadler. Chris is the product marketing manager for long haul of Volvo Trucks North America. Behind us, you can see what his latest project has been, and this one is seven years or maybe even a little longer in the making, and that is the Volvo VNL, the new one. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit on the, on the high level today yes. about this truck because yes. you've done a fair amount of, uh, of talking thus far, but this truck is, you call it changing everything. I'm going to leave that in the marketing world, but I'm going to ask you sort of, what am I looking at here? This is a pretty big deal.
1: Yes. So yeah, you know, we like to call it designed to change everything, because we feel like this this new platform that we bring out with all new Volvo VNL and L is is designed to change everything. And we've basically taken it from the ground up. Over 90% of this truck is new to the market and new to the new to the truck platform itself. So everything on here has been redesigned, repurposed, specifically designed to support better efficiency, bring more value to our customers.
0: You've done a number of things, and there's a lot of things we could get into in the next few minutes but let's let's start with um something that might be a bit of a carryover from the car industry and that is packages the way you are bringing this to market in terms of how you're allowing the truck to respect
1: yes yeah, so packages has been something it's it's not been a it's not new to the market i think there's been packages out there, but it's been more the trucking industry over the many many years has been out there uh has been more of a i guess Pick your own product, pick your products on the trucks, pick it from the, the tires to the engine and to maybe the seats that you are inside the truck. And what we've seen is as the generations have changed and the technology has changed that we saw an opportunity to start maybe bundling those things together, helping the customer bring more have more value in the truck, but also help them save time and money to building those trucks. Because when you get into olive carting, as we like to say, uh, it takes a lot of time and it takes – the long process of picking out every component for those trucks, because there's quite a bit of bonus on these trucks.
0: Well, I can think of all kinds of savings. I have some background in the car business, as yes. I mentioned, it, and I think that, you know, the idea of build combinations, things like that, in the plant. I mean, that's not something that benefits Volvo, that benefits your throughput and your efficiency. For the customer, is it a bigger education job to get them to the idea of packages?
1: I don't think it's a bigger education. I think it's more of how they see it working together. Uh, The the thing we did, and and we looked at several areas of packaging. We looked at in powertrain, uh, we looked at in safety, and we're bringing those packages in those two areas, but also in connectivity and uptime, so services and warranties that can support them. But along with that, we we have interior trim levels and and exterior trim levels that we kind of bundle pieces together so they don't have to worry about picking that grill, that air intake, or those mirrors, it's all together as one package of one bundle that way it saves them time and money when it comes to ordering the product you don't have to worry about picking each one
0: you obviously truck testing this out with fleet managers and so forth What, what kind of reactions you get
1: yeah so in the beginning i mean we started this process back in 2016. started putting this truck together designing it looking at ways to help our customers even better on their job and be more efficient more supporting their applications or operations so we started this back in 2016 and the thing we did is we had driver clinics, customers come in and look at the product, see what you know what, what works for them, what they would like to have on their trucks. We did driver surveys. To, you know what, is, what do drivers want? How does it make their life better them more productive? We started to put all that information together and looked at things that could make, make sense for the drivers, make sense for their operations,
0: for the customers, and support them you know, down the road packaging though speaks to the idea do you allow deletes and things like that from the packages if, if I say I really don't want this particular thing I can I can delete something or? we did
1: put some flexibility in the packages we wanted to make sure that the, the challenging thing with packaging is what's what makes sense right what what's important to me as a customer what's make, brings value to me so we, we looked at things where we have individual components today and we said okay where did these Pieces made where people would like to have them on every truck. For example, maybe formats, they may want to rub the floor formats more often in the trucks. And we looked at bundling those things together that they select quite often and then putting them together with other things that they may not know about. You know, we take the industry today, how much it's changed, and I always make uh, the rearview mirror or the rearview camera in their car so you know how um, it wasn't there many years ago. When, you know, we've been driving for a long period of time. and People are like, I don't need a camera. I got my, my, my door mirrors. I can see out the back. I can see whatever I need to do my driving. My mean, but when we got those cameras in the truck in the cars, right, it was like, man, that's really great. You know, I don't know how I can live without one. And that's what we try to do as well. We take things that they want in their trucks and then put them together with some new features. And that way, when we get them introduced to that new the feature, then they might see more value. Of having those all together.
0: Let's talk about video camera systems for just a minute because I'm kind of familiar with it, and it's interesting that you know at this moment you can't really order it on a new truck. You can get it as an aftermarket thing. It's coming, yes, right. I mean, we're going to the the Federal Water Career Safety Administration is going to get it through. I think at some yes. point soon enough. But right now, it's a it's a retrofit. But do you? expect that diesel I mean, those are 50-inch working good out of there, right? Yes, they have an impact on
1: your aerodynamics, yes, yeah, for do. sure. <laughs> um, but the camera systems have actually been coming more and more on the trucks, even in production, and through production ordering.
0: Um,
1: you know, today on the safety systems, you have driver-facing, I mean, no, driver-forward camera sure. monitoring as well for your safety systems, and now they've started to introduce driver-facing cameras right. inside the cab. Um, we also have on, on our trucks is uh, backup cameras, So they are actually fully integrated into the trucks, so when a driver orders uh, infotainment or even now in our new trucks, you can actually see it in your instrument cluster. When they put it in reverse, a backup camera pops up and shows them where they're backing up into their trailer. Maybe they have a clear view of vision there. Uh, We also have the capabilities on this truck is to add additional cameras. So we can actually add up to six more cameras on the truck along with the backup camera.
0: It's interesting when you talk about, I mean, because the first thing I think of in back at the truck is damage I mean, you yes. bump into things a lot, it happens, and
1: yes. you know, the yes. trailers
0: take the hit. And, yes, yeah.
1: and that's the great thing as is, is well, But that with the technology, you know, it's, it's advancing so well, digital cameras, analog cameras, you know, they, get, they keep continuing to advance in technology. Uh, we had the capabilities to even connect it, even to the trailer, to, uh, so they basically can see also behind the trailers when they back up, in
0: their in the screen next to their of job. It's part of your safety packaging too, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, the idea being that you're going to be a little safer with greater visibility. You know, obviously, you've got some forward, uh, some safety equipment on here that, you know, goes uh, from zero all the way down to zero in terms of slowing down.
1: Yeah. so we have what we call a Volvo Active Driver Assist, which is m- more or less a forward mitigation and uh, collision or collision mitigation system. And what it does is detects a certain distance out in front of the, the vehicle and gives them the, the driver's alerts to let them know there's a, an object in front of the vehicle. And when and this is our own proprietary system, by the way. We're going to introduce it on our own new Volvo VNL. It's our own system. We're not relying on the third party supplier so, today.
0: So this isn't like Wingman or like No, nothing of the Bendix solution It's now our own proprietary system. Because you were with Bendix
1: previously. Yes, yes, yeah. correct. Our, our today's our models hence the Bendix uh, fusion system. Model. Right, right. But so tomorrow, on our new Volvo v and it's going to be our own proprietary system, which allows us to have that technology in-house and also helps us to fully integrate it into our trucks. And with that system, it's going to come with like, the forward, uh, forward collision navigation, which will give them alerts for certain spacing. It gives adaptive cruise control capabilities, gives them where the driver can keep that appropriate distance with their speeds with the vehicles in front of them. It also gives them alerts um, automatic emergency braking in case they, they don't have time to, I mean, they don't have time to react in time with the alerts, but it'll automatically shut down the truck, and from 55 miles in, it can bring the truck to a stop. They're above that uh, uh, speed limit, it'll start to slow the vehicle down, and then it may help prevent a severe collision if possible. Sure. But right now, it's about 55 miles or less.
0: Before we leave safety, the reason for having your own proprietary system, and there's some group of systems out there now, and some of the dock competitions, but has been working on it for yes. a while. Where does the value come from having your own? Just you can continue to improve it and tweak it.
1: Yes, I think that's the, the, the great thing about our technology is that being integrated in our system, we can, we can adjust it to our trucks. Uh, when you ever, just like our power training, our power training proprietary, uh, having that integration between the transmission and, and the engine and all the other components that go on the truck, it gives that, that our engineers the capabilities to work together. When you have a separate system in there from a the third-party supplier, yes, you can have that good relationship with the supplier, but it may make more of a challenge to have that full integration into the truck. And I think this allows us to, to have that fully integration of safety. And as the technology, as we know, probably the last five to ten years, it's, it's rapidly improved. Uh, it allows us to continue to have that technology added to the truck and being part of our, our core safety area
0: i say what we're talking about before we do a little walk around here is is the idea that this truck or this chassis anyway is the future of sort of everything Now, today we wouldn't necessarily see an electric version of this truck because we're not really the, the, the infrastructure is okay for it the batteries aren't uh dense enough to have enough energy to go long haul distances mm-hmm. but um this does have meaning for autonomy which you're doing with aurora yes innovation and uh, maybe you can talk about that in terms of kind of the platform aspect of this truck?
1: Yes, yeah, so this truck, again, with the, the efforts that we put into designing this by putting components on the truck, 24 volt electrical architecture that we put in truck, will help us support that next generation of vehicles, battery electric, fuel cell, hydrogen, autonomous, all that's going to be part of this platform in the future. So we'll use this truck as the base of that platform for future technologies.
0: The 24-volt is especially interesting because you're the first to go there, I think. I, maybe in Europe they have some of that, I don't know. Yes, but, it's but, but not here. I mean, no one no. here is any, anyone beyond a 12-volt. The 24-volt 24 24 system does a lot for you in terms of idling and, and things like that. You can learn a lot of things off of the 24-volt system without sort of turning them up
1: Yeah, it's more efficient. So you think of it as high, like they say it's higher van- higher voltage but less amperage. So that means less wear and tear on those electrical components. And we see that's an advantage and also... We can bring more efficient alternators, any other components that are 24 volts. It gets us to the next level. Also with the 24-volt electric architecture, the reciprocal architecture is easy for me to say, but (laughs) um, that it allows us to pinpoint and diagnose certain areas much quicker. And we don't have to repair a whole um, electrical harness, for example. We can basically pinpoint the exact area where the problem is, pull out that wiring harness, and change it out. it doesn't impact it uh, as much as, say, a long margin. We have the long harness, but it, it allows us to do more pinpointing and, and analyzing, and then getting more information on what's going on in the vehicle.
0: Well, I know that's true for powertrain because of some of the work that can be done. Where you can just go after certain things in the uh, in, in the after system, for example, You yes. uh, yeah, can go after that. And we'll be talking to uh, Dwayne Eagles about that yes. in the future. But but it's interesting. Maybe we could just have you. Point out a few things. Let's take a little walk over here. Maybe. Sure. There is a that are great. about the truck that you want
1: to go. Well, the, the great thing about this, of course, is, is the aerodynamics. I mean, what you first see when you see this truck is the aerodynamics. I mean, with the wedge shape design of the of the hood, basically, you can see it starts the wedge shape. It takes the wind. Basically, cuts the wind from, from the front, moves and connects the wind to the side of the vehicle. So we can see all the lines of the truck going down the line uh, on the side of the truck. The aerodynamic roofline, we've got the sloped windshield carrying on into the roofline. There's no sun visor anymore, so we've got the lights fully integrated into the roofline. And it, again, connects that wind and carries it onto the, to the back of the truck. And that's the aerodynamic. So really, the, what you see right here in the front is the, the prime example of the all-roovalo B&L. Um, LED headlamps here, daytime running lamps that basically have the integration of the flashers into the lights, all LED. Uh, it's also heated, so they don't have any problems with frosting. It's got a heat ventilation coming behind the wind, behind the uh, screen here to help keep it heated up, so it don't get iced over in, in wintertime events. All these vents here are purposely designed. If uh, I was to pop the hood, which we don't have time today, but you can see that these, these, these air vents go into purposely design, uh keeping the engine equipment cool, because as we see here, we've shrunk wrapped this, this hood, pretty much very tight in the engine compartment. And so you've had to purposely design the grill. we can make much larger, better airflow into it when we want to utilize that wind for more efficiency. And it's also purposely vented on the, on the underside of the stove, so, which we can show more later on. That it goes down to the engine compartments, keep, keeps the uh, engine cooled and efficient. But also, at the same time, as you come over here, the heat comes out the exhaust here. So, then you're able to ventilate the, all the excess heat that comes from the engine department.
0: Yeah. You know, I think it was just at, uh, at ATA when you showed know Super Truck 2. Yes. I'm seeing some similarities there. There's some carryovers.
1: Yes. So, the great thing is from Super Truck 1 and to Super Truck 2 is we took a lot of the learnings we learned from both of those trucks and utilized it in the design of this truck. So, yes, they were very important to help us get to where we are on an all new and M.
0: I see closeouts. Yes. There's hardly any room down here, I mean, it, it, except what you need, right?
1: Yes, it's, it's very tight in here, but then again, you want to keep that wind, wind resistance from accumulating into the front tire area. So uh, these are, this is more of a hard design, but we actually even looked at the purposely design of the wheel closeouts so to make sure they're flexible. So when you see a, a truck on the road today and you get up next to this one, it's a, a reference truck, so you can't really get a good feel of it, but they actually have more of a rubber... Gasket to it, so it has some flexibility. So it, it's very tight, but we designed it to where it's not going to wear into the tire or, or have any problems with any type of accumulation of uh, debris or anything like that. So yeah. it's, it's easily accessible. The other thing, great thing, I'd like to point out now here, if we can move back here, is that we have cornering lamps involved with our integrated fog lamps. With the cornering lamps, what that allows us, that the driver's at a slow speed and they take a right turn or a left turn. These lights will light up to the angle side of, of here, giving that. that Is nice... that
0: a European thing? Don't they do that in Europe?
1: That... Um, actually, that's been done on the cars and, and it's basically carried over into the technology of the trucks. As yeah. well.
0: So, we've got some steps that are a little different than these yes. current truck. Why don't you explain what we're we'll looking at here? Yeah,
1: so with this new design, we, we basically developed an ingress and egress step configuration that, along with the supporting from an aerodynamic standpoint, but it also helps the driver be able to easily step up into the vehicle. Uh, and much 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 wider footprint for them to, to get up into the side of the truck. Uh, the other great thing is about this this side of the vehicle is the chassis bearing. Now they will have one handle release of the chassis bearing so allowing the driver to easily inspect their trucks or even the service managers to get inside or service technicians to get inside and, and take the chassis bearing off easier and, and close the easier as well. Uh, another thing I'd like to point out is the radar here. This is our right hand blind spot radar or what we call lane chain support radar. And what this does is allows us to use that more extended radar com- conversion when it comes to safety. It'll actually extend out front of the vehicle a little bit further than before. Typically we go down the, up to the front, now it just goes out a little bit further in front of the truck. But it also broadcasts all the way back behind the trailer. A 53-foot trailer will be able to pinpoint, will be able to get that radar coverage all the way back there. So that's a great thing to have, Well, it's extended coverage, but they change support when they Worry about back
0: cars back coming back up. just back, back to safety. Back yeah, back to safety. Back there's to safety. there's, there's safety.
1: a lot of things on this truck
0: that we can talk about, but it gets back to say Now, we do have to talk for just a minute about grass. Global you rear, rear suspension. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Why you, in layman's you please? <laughs> give us give us what
1: we need to know about that. Well the global rear air suspension, or as we like to call gross, uh, it's been designed it's actually over in Europe. It's a it's a global it's a rear air suspension in Europe and it's an airbag, eight airbag air suspension when you get a uh, six by four. And with that, it also has shock absorbers and torque rods that basically allows the drive, allows the suspension to sit down versus most of the time when you have a, it's a non torque reactive suspension. So then it more, more settles down, so it basically hugs the road. Sort of like a, like a racing suspension in a car. You know how you get, can I mean, you put your foot on top. It feels like it sits down like that, like that same type of suspension. kind of sits down into the, and what it does is it, it no matter what payload, it's going to feel the same way every time, whether you're fully loaded or unloaded. It's not going to have that bouncing configuration, but it also will help with wear and tear on the components. With all the airbags and all the sock absorbers and the torque rods it has on it, it's going to have less vibration. It's going to be much more comfortable of a ride for the drivers, but also be more efficient for the drivers where they don't have to worry about. When,
0: when you say airbags, we're, I think airbags like that come out. That's how we're
1: talking. No, I'm talking about... Thank you. There's um, airbags about this high, sit on the back of the chassis.
0: Okay,
1: and between and the chassis in, and the suspension components. Okay, so they're they're basic. That's what an air suspension yeah. is. It's
0: just really pretty much airbags. Someone said I can't remember exactly what it was that this sort of drives more like an SUV. Is that a fair thing or is it just <laughs> Well, I, I think what you'll see is
1: it, it is much more comfortable. Uh, not only from the rear suspension we've done actually front air suspension, front air. Front air, front air, front air sorry. Front suspension, a longer leaf suspension in the front, and a stabilizer bar that helps with the rocking of the vehicle. system when you get this type of big, wide, large sleeper that you've got a lot of side winds that got it to deal with, and when you're making that maneuver, sometimes feel like it's it's rocking on you. So we have much longer leaf springs in the front that will help with the maneuvering, and stability, and comfort. We also have an engine, suspension, engine mount suspension, which are bushings big inside the engine to support the engine and keeps the vibration and noise from coming up in the engine area. We have a new cab suspension as well on this truck, so all those four areas are basically supporting that driver and letting the driver come. Let's take a look inside. Okay, sounds good. We have a new gear shifter stalk. So typically we would have it in the dash or on the seat. In this new VNL, we're actually going to install it on the steering column. So as you can see here, you have your positions of drive, neutral, and reverse. You have your engine brake here, which is on this, this area right here. You have your mode of, of type of performance or efficiency, economy modes. And then also you can push, you can actually change gears manually by pushing this button on the side. And then you can paddle push or pull the stock forward or backwards to change gears, to shift gears up and down.
0: So this is all basically made for efficiency for the driver. Less, yes. uh, less activity in terms of uh, reaching down, reaching out, that sort of thing.
1: Yes, it actually helps them keep their hands on the wheel because everything we've actually put in, uh, we have the controls on the steering wheel, as you can see here. They can do their menus. they see what driver information is going on. They can work their radio on this side. If you want to scroll over that side, yeah, you can see that you've got cruise control. They can set their cruise control. They can set your uh, engine brake cruise as well all these features at their fingertips so they don't have to worry about working the controls over here in the, in and, the instrument and, and you
0: have what three three uh, engine brake uh, or uh, settings is that now right
1: you, we have your off position you have your a position for automatic so you set that when you're in your cruise area mm-hmm. then you have one level two level three level which is 30 percent 50 percent and 70 percent of engine braking and then the b level is just a full 100 percent engine brake and it actually downshifts your gears
0: okay so let's Take a look. I'm going to spin around here, and I sure. want you to show me the bed because this is where we get into the Murphy bed. Look, I don't know how well this is going to work in a prototype, but maybe you can sort yeah, of. So this is
1: this is our Murphy bed. So it's a foldable bed, and what that allows is is the driver when they're done for their night of sleeping or resting, they can actually lift this bed up like so, and fold it up onto the main wall up here, and actually behind on the back side of this bed is is a, a dinette so they can actually fold out a dinette and actually sit back here and maybe do their paperwork, do their uh eat their dinner, have a nice relaxing without having to get inside the bed. And you said you don't have to make your bed anymore because yeah, you, you know, actually, you just roll yeah, it up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you can actually just roll it keep it Keep it like it is and just fold it up into the wall. All
0: right now, I'm just rolling up to the top here. This is a pretty good standing. I mean, you can be very tall and do quite well in here. This is your 860 VNL. This is your top of the line, right? Yeah, this so is okay. our
1: flagship, the VNL 860, which is our high roof sleeper, and it's a 74 inch sleeper. Okay, very good. And, and the great thing is, we also taken over here. This is the refrigerator that comes with it, uh, a big, a, a much larger size refrigerator. And then on this side is the wardrobe. So we have actually switch it around. On today's truck, the, the refrigerator's on this side behind the driver. So when we talk about that 24 volt system, it also supports these things, is that right? Yeah, so most of your components still inside the truck are 12 volts. So we do have a com- uh, converter that takes it down from 24 volts to 12 volts. Okay. Uh, the Pretty other good. great thing about this is on the back wall up here, if you can focus in up, up, up here where my hand is, you see that okay? Got your hand. There we go. OK, so now another great thing is, is you'll see a lot in the trucks out there today is if they have an APU or they have a heater, they may have multiple controls on the back wall with our, our Volvo truck today. I mean, the all new Volvo VNL is that we've integrated the systems all into one control panel so they can operate their heater, their their air conditioning unit, their radio, they can lock their doors. They can set up, they can uh, also have an alarm. They have their lighting uh, capabilities in this truck. All the touch of the fingers right on one control panel.
0: Very good. Mm-hmm. All right, and well, the... Chris, I think that, that's a, a good look at the inside until people yes, can actually get into it themselves. Yes, sir. But I really do appreciate, uh, appreciate your time showing us the inside here. Thank well, you. Thank you, Alan. Thank All you right. for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, you know, a little more technical perhaps than we get to sometimes on truck tech. But, you know, there is so much technology involved in the current products, the new products that are coming out that we really need to take the time to understand them. And that's what we started today. We'll have another episode next month with uh, the powertrain packaging and some of the things that have gone into powertrain changes in the VNL here on truck tech. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.